Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke-Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. Yep. And today we will be talking about the Challenge Season 36 Double Agents episode. Who gives a shit? It's the reunion part two and I think the last episode of the dang season. Woo, 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 woo. Um, how you doing, folks? How you doing? <laughs> Listen, we're distracted over here, okay? I just want to say, Ashley's been having some TikTok drama, and we'll talk about it on Monday's episode. But, it has uh, consumed my last 12 hours of life on this planet. And uh, it's starting to consume mine. <laughs> so, starting? <laughs> well, it right, should have. It has been. It has been. Ugh, you guys, it's a, been a roller coaster. Uh, we'll get into it on Monday, and the only way for you to know when we drop a podcast is if you subscribe to this podcast, so make sure you're subscribing on any platform that you listen to hey i like apple podcasts but you do what you do also if you're already a subscriber and you already love our show but you just want a little bit more well five bucks a month will get you two extra episodes we call them bonus episodes over there on patreon patreon.com forward slash reality blows ash how about this gosh dang reunion part two well it Continued to be the Fessy show. It did. At first, it was very Fessy-centric again. I started rolling my eyes. Um, but I guess let's let's take it, uh, as since you put some points down on the, on the paper, let's take it point by point. First point is the reunion, part two, opens with a song from the Smiths. Yes, how soon is now from the Smiths? Not, you know, I thought it was kind of cool. I like the Smiths, and to see the Smiths being used on uh, the challenge is kind of like, two worlds i never thought would collide it was how soon is now it's their most popular deal doesn't sound like any other smith song and they use it in a lot of movies and television shows so i shouldn't feel too blessed to have the smiths be opening up this part too but it did make me rewind it a little bit and i did appreciate it i mean the music this season has been um a real high point in my opinion of the entire show i think um Mm -hmm. it's just been kind of delightful they're doing a great job they're also doing a great job over there on all stars with the throwbacks um the clips so they did like a little part where they're like a montage of last um last episode part one they're like this is what happened on the first half of the reunion and it was a bunch of like clips where people were joking around but they edited it edited it to make it seem like it was high drama um, but I know, because I watched part one, that those were just people like goofing in those clips. That's what they do. They edited it, it, it to make it Edited-ed-ed-ed-ed. look cooler than it is. I mean, that's that's what they do. I didn't take note of that. I didn't take note of that. I didn't notice. Yeah, you were looking at your phone. So. What? Because <laughs> you never look. You, Nick, classically never watches the last week on or on last episode. He will skip the recaps because he thinks that it is not um, pertinent. I only have so much time on this earth. Hey, folks. you're not wrong. I can't be spending it re-watching clips of a show that is pointless when it all comes down to it. So. No, you're not wrong. You're not <laughs> I mean, wrong. I, I have to save myself a little bit of time. So the uh, episode opens up. The first storyline that we really get to sink our teeth into is the the Fessy Nelson drama that happened in the beginning of the season. We all remember um, what this was, right? Nelson had been voted into the crater by the house. Um, Tori and her partner, who was her partner? J- uh, Devin, maybe? Who knows? Sorry, don't remember. Uh, Tori and her partner were the double or the rogue agents. No, the double agents. <laughs> 
the terminology, I'm already losing it. My brain is a leaky bucket and challenge terminology only stays in it until the end of the season. So they were the double agents. They got to pick who goes into the crater against the house vote. House vote was Nelson. It seemed like the house, uh, it seemed like Tori was going to vote in Josh, his team. And then right as they're walking into the crater, Fessy sees that it's a hall brawl. He says to Tori, vote, uh, put me in, put me in, put Anissa and I in. And that's what Tori ended up doing. And that meant that Fessy went against Nelson at the crater in the hall brawl, sending Nelson home. Everyone was like, what the fuck? I thought they were friends. I thought they were boys. Why would Fessy uh, want to do this? Why would he turn his back on Nelson? Not only turn his back on Nelson, but purposefully send Nelson home. It was a big storyline with Corey. This, they go back and forth. Fessy and Nelson th- go back and forth. And basically we learn that they got they got pretty close in total madness. Um, the first one and they, they became buds or whatever. And then they had a falling out off season. And then before, which by the way, they had a falling out over a business opportunity, which I can't wait to talk about. But before they came back on this season, they decided to like patch things up. And then once they were in the house, they were supposedly friends, but it seems very one-sided. It seems like Nelson was like riding hard for Fessy in the house. Uh, Cam confirmed that that was the case. And Corey was just like, it just goes to show you what kind of a friend Nelson is. Like, that's how we are for each other. And Fessy just seems to kind of be like, Casey and Josh are my real friends. And the Big Brother Alliance is my real alliance. Josh was going to go in. I was going to lose Nelson or Josh. I thought I might as well go in and lose Nelson and get a gold skull. Um, so, Nick. Yeah? What do you have to say about everything I just said? Well, I think you did a great recap of that moment of the show. And, uh, yeah, this was uh, an exciting... took me back to the beginning of the season. Exciting when uh, when we started to see Fessy's true colors, true feathers kind of poking through. Um. I would say that this little altercation on the stage. I mean, we had we had Nelson that was on the on the the screen. He was zooming in to the Zoom reunion. In. It definitely was uncomfortable because they they did start talking about like personal stuff. I I just think that Nelson is so so dramatic, and I don't know whether or not that this is a construct of like tv nelson or this is what nelson's like in real life in my mind this is what nelson's like in real life same where if you like if you cross him like he will say stuff like i loved you you were my brother yeah i would do anything for you so earnest he's so earnest and in a comical way and he always gets like it seems like he gets like double crossed in a way that is just like it's brutal to watch Mm -hmm. him sort of go through like this like He's almost like in a in a in like a kind of a melodramatic movie at the at like the yeah. end with like a guy he's got like a gun to somebody's head and be like you brought this on yourself yeah you know I didn't you know he's he's so dramatic and I love that about Nelson it makes me laugh out loud when Nelson goes on like hard on his sleeve sort of uh, almost prescripted tirades his eyes are watering up he's just got a dead stare into the camera did you feel like it seemed to me like you know it was just an unbalanced relationship like Fessy just kind of seems to be like yeah I, I guess we're buds but like and then Fessy's like you're and then Nelson's like you're my brother like it felt like Nelson was way more invested well okay here's what I'm I'm noticing and this kind of uh kind of breaches this area breaches the next 
sort of section of this show, or, or at least, uh, you know, it's kind of what I wanted to talk about overall with, with the Fessy story. But Fessy either hasn't been on this show long enough or just doesn't have it in him to be a young buck. Because the young bucks are really kind of corny. And and yes, I'm not saying Fessy isn't corny. He's corny in like a di- different but section corny of corny. in a different way. In a worse way. Yeah. He's not like Hunter corny or Nelson corny. I mean, Nelson going up against Hunter in an elimination and being like, he's everything I want to yes. be. He's my best friend. And you know? Corey is like that too. And so is Nelson. Yeah. And... I don't want to say maybe it's because they're more simple gentlemen, the three of them. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But they have the ability to seem like they have the most genuine friendship and feelings for each other. When really they just met a couple of years ago and they're just on a TV show together where they really are competing against one another. But like Fessy being included in that crew just doesn't work. Fessy just doesn't have it. That's just not Fessy. Fessy's not a guy who's going to ever like sit on the stage and go, I loved you, man. Like right. Corey would do that. Nelson does that. And if we ever get Hunter back, you know, Hunter does shit like that. All the time. You yeah. were my best friend. Yeah. Like, like shit yeah. that where it gets like goes to one to 11, like immediately <laughs> on the emotional scale. And then like where they cry and hug each other afterwards. Like yeah. I don't see Fessy like crying and hugging people um normally you know what i mean i feel like fessy's like he's cool we're cool like i guess i don't know they're cool people like you know that's kind of a my impression of fessy this is my impression of fessy like yeah i don't know like we hung out on the show and i don't know we're like boys like i text him sometimes like i you know like when i go out there we hang out like that's my impression of fessy right yeah just kind of like what is all this all about like i thought we're on a tv show like chill out man yeah when Corey, this is real to nelson and Corey. yeah this is real do you think it's real to Corey like that or is Corey like i feel like Corey knows that it's a part he's playing i think Corey knows to gas nelson up a little bit yeah and let's nelson but also i think nelson knows I don't want to admit to myself that Nelson's playing a little bit of a character, a Nelson character. Right. But I've seen different iterations of Nelson. Like Nelson on X on the Beach, like, you know, like he kind of was different. You know what I mean? Like he kind of was almost like new, like old and new Nelson. Bad Nelson? Yeah. He was kind of like <laughs> bad, bad Nelson a little bit. Like I'm coming in there and I'm going to get this girl back and I don't care who, you know. There, there was not hard on my hard on his sleeve. Right. I'll do. I'll lay in front of a truck for you. You know. So I, I think overall, there the personalities just don't mix for him to be a young buck. It just was never in the cards to be. Now, if we take the actual thing that happened, which they did not tell us what the bad business opportunity was. It oh does, my god! It does open up a whole nother like lane of like reality, but like with the capital R, like this is real uh, reality. Um, Nelson just reminds me of like guys in my family or guys I went to high school with who would come to you with a business opportunity. You can get in on the ground floor. Everybody's gonna get rich, and then you look into it and you're like, oh, this is like either a pyramid scheme or we're all going to be doing something illegal you know so it's funny that like first off Fessy and Nelson were talking about how in the off season they got into an altercation and then our host what's our host's name again I believe Vernon Davis Vernon Davis yes NFL Super Bowl champ 
Vernon Davis. Yes, yep. He retired. Retired. He actually threw that in there. I thought that was nice. Challenge he was, fan. He was, later, he's talking to Leroy, and he was just kind of like coming at him with, I don't think we'll probably talk about it, but I do like that Vernon was like, yeah, it was tough for me to retire a couple of seasons. You, you sound like me last season, basically. You know what else I liked about Vernon this um, this episode? So we talked a little bit about you know the hosting situation on the last episode, mainly that this time it felt more stiff. It didn't have like sort of the loose playfulness of the zoom session from last season. But something that I did like is like, he is clearly paying attention to the show. He clearly knows what's going on. And he asked the questions I wanted to ask. So while Nelson and Fessy kept talking about how they had this altercation, he was like, Hey, what was this altercation about? And I was right. like, thank God. He's reading faces. Yeah. He's, he's asking basically, he did that a few times in this where he saw somebody made a face and he was like, tell me what that face is about. Yes. Okay, where so in the past, our host would just not get involved, like for whatever reason. So let's talk about this for a second, then go back to the actual situation. I think that Vernon Davis is a really good oddball choice as a host here, but Good for multiple reasons. And I think number one is status. He is a, he has a Super Bowl ring, I believe. I'm like all caught up and I'm not too sure who he's, uh, I, 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 the sports aspect of him, I've, lo- I've lost my love for sports and I don't know anything about sports anymore. And now I've found myself in a situation where I'm that guy who doesn't really know that much about sports when I really was not that guy ever in my life up until about, I don't know, five, 10 years ago. Um, anyway, so I do feel silly when I'm like, he's a sports guy who has a ring. <laughs> I do feel like that guy. I, I have a good base of knowledge. I know how all the sports work. I just don't know all of the athletes who play them. So, um, he has status. He has status. Okay. The, the the people that they have, like Justina Valentine, yeah. does not have status over any people on the challenge. They're basically the same. Right. And anytime they bring somebody else in who is a person who is like a friend of the show, like when Mark Long used to do these sometimes and stuff, he like wants to be on the show and the status is weird. Like even though he's been on the show before, like if CT leaves i could see ct being a host of this stuff i think ct has done enough that people would give him the status to be the host but this guy's an adult male who is an accomplished athlete who's a fan of the show and he speaks well on television and people recognize that Mm -hmm. okay i think that has a lot to do with why these things why it feels a little bit more smooth when he looks at you and asks you a question, you're going to answer it to the best of your ability because you're not rolling your eyes like, okay, Justina Valentine, you just like watch these DVDs and backstage. Yeah, you watch the producer's right. edited clip show. It's not a silly kid show, the challenge. Kids are not watching the challenge anymore. And I think they're actually leaning into that. That's why they aged up on the host. I also think that that is the, the other big reason. It's not just status. I think it's age. I think now... They've gotten rid of like the silly this the silly we're trying to make television show for kids. And they realize that the people that they're going for are like people our age. Yeah. Like men and women our age. And yeah. so they want somebody who is more like the other hosts on these other shows. Like somebody who seems like almost like an authority figure who's gonna come in, step in bring up the storylines. They do that on all these other reunions of all these other successful franchises. So like if it ain't going to be TJ up there, it's got to be somebody that can command the stage a little bit. I think he did a fantastic job overall on these two episodes. I think this second part uh, was, um, 
I think it just clearly the day had moved on. I know this; these are all cobbled together clips from a 13-hour day of shooting, but clearly the day had moved on a bit, and he was just a little less stiff when he was kind of chatting with everybody. Agreed. And uh, so I do want to just point that out. Now let's talk about um, this business opportunity yes. just real quick, because this is. Would you say this was the most interesting thing to us? Yes. Um, throughout the entire, I think even Basically, like the weird hookups they showed at the end of the show, this I think was way more interesting. This is the best of part of the reunion for part one and part two. So, Basically. So what do you think? So we said it already. Nelson had some business opportunity. I want to tell them exactly okay, what happened. Okay. Fessy says Nelson called him with a business opportunity. Sounded great. Fessy was like, yeah, I'm in. Awesome. And then Fessy was like, and that's on me because I didn't like look into it. You know, I just agreed right away. And then Fessy was like, later that day, I looked into it a little bit more and um, I called him back and told him like, I, you know, I can't really do this. And uh, that's on me. You know, Fessy just kept like really taking the brunt of this. But I think it's just so interesting because I feel like Nelson probably gave him like a suspect business opportunity. Like, I mean, was What do you think him. it was? Because we took a we took a stock tip from him. We did take a stock tip from him. That is true. Um, I'm gonna think it's something like he's like, yo, my uh, my boy has uh, four thousand uh, uh uh Backstreet Boy CDs. Uh, we're we're we, we, listen. You sell them for you sell them for two dollars on uh, on the subway. I think it's something like getting in the ground floor of an app or a restaurant right, 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 or right. something. That's what that people would, really do. Yeah, that would like fe- would require Fessy to give him like $10,000, but without any sort of safety net. Like there's not like we're, we're going to invest in this and then it's going to make us millionaires. And then like Fessy like looked into it and was like, oh, that's not really something. He was like, I said yes. And then I shouldn't have. And then I slept on it. I woke up and I realized well, that Nelson's crazy. Late, he said later that day. He didn't even sleep like, on it. Later that day, I, I came to my senses and realized, why did I just go into business with crazy Nelson? And so I backed out. And then he didn't talk to me for three months. And then the night before the challenge, he FaceTimed him or texted him. and was like, yo, we're cool. Let's go to the end, me, you and Corey. And they were like, okay, fine. And so basically, Fessy was saying like, I had like a flimsy ass like connection to Nelson when it came to an alliance on this show. And so I did not feel that crazy about breaking it because his ass was going in anyway. And it was either going to be him and Josh or it was going to be me and Josh. And honestly, I wanted Josh to come home if it was him and Josh. So I might as well let Josh sit there while I made sure that I came home and got the outcome that I wanted. Plus the really, uh, the, the cherry on top was, uh, the golden skull. So, um, yeah, honestly, if you, if you look at Fessy, what he's saying in this particular situation, he's right. A hundred percent. He's right about this. It's like they, he, that, that, that you can't, you can't just like trying and like cover all your bases the night before the challenge starts. Josh is his real life friend. And Nelson should have just fucking spoke up a week before the challenge and yeah. kind of built the relationship a little bit, but didn't happen that way. And, uh, Nelson playing it up for the cameras a little bit. Yes. You know what I mean? But yeah. still it's fun to hate Fessy. So I'm on Nelson's side. Okay. So we're going to move on to like the blow ups. They did like a little segment about people fighting. Um, we saw the Casey CT argument where Josh kind of like went 
to bat for Casey and, you know, lied and said she's over there crying. And then CT like runs over and he's like, are you crying? And like, we learned that that's not the case. This was a fun segment because Josh got up and hid behind his chair during the replay. I thought that was funny. Josh's reactions to his own behavior on television are gold. He, he's so embarrassed by himself and that makes him likable. Yeah. How can people not like Josh? I'm so back on the Josh train Me right too. now. And you know what? Thanks to Fessy. Yeah, really, because I needed somebody here to like it was it was pretty trite to hate Johnny Bananas. And all of a sudden, Josh showed up and we had watched Josh's season on on Big Brother and I hated his win there. And then but then I started to get to know Josh a little on the challenge. I'm like, ah, oh, he's kind of just like a silly kid, kind of. He's just kind of feels I feel bad for him a little bit. And now now you really feel bad for him. But I just like Josh. I just like that he can own up to what he does. I like that he is, uh, you know, a, a reality star. The guy does the moves that you want. He blows up on TV. He makes a fool of himself. Uh, you know, he, he acts outlandish on, uh, on uh, uh, when the season's over online. And, and I don't know. I just like I like I like everything about Josh right now, and I liked his outfit. He had a very Miami outfit on, very bright. We also see the Anissa versus Lolo situation, where like Lolo thought Anissa was strangling her in the pit or something, that mud pit, and it just like reminded me how lame Lolo is. Yeah, I mean she didn't, no 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 sign of her on this thing either. Then we saw the Fessy versus CT thing that they touched on the first um, first part of this reunion where they're in like their tutus and they're arguing and um, they're talking. Fessy's basically saying like, watch out, old man. I'm coming for the crown. I'm not worried about you. The game's changed. Like the athleticism has changed. They're playing for a million dollars now. You know, Fessy basically challenging CT. And that's when we learned in this clip, we learn that Fessy only watched War of the Worlds 1 and War of the Worlds 2 before coming on this show. He said in the offseason he went back and watched CT clips. And, and he was trying to, I thought he was like, he like led us to believe he was about to say, and wow, I underestimated him. Yeah, but he, he, never, he, said he never said that. He never said it. He was just like, yeah, but at that point I hadn't seen any clips. I had only watched those two episodes. And so like, I've actually watched a bunch now. And we're like, yeah. And? Nothing. We didn't get anything from him. Like, I wanted him to, you know, uh, say, like, yeah, I watched a bunch. And I don't know. There's just too much to watch to really see CT's, like, greatest moments. And you have to have been there from the beginning like I was. So uh, it's, it, it's, but I don't think there's any, hey, guess what? Did you watch the season in which you fucking flamed out this season and he took home the championship? I don't know. You've only been here for two seasons, and one of those seasons was won by this washed-up CT. So that's that's pretty good. That's pretty big. He's got fifty percent of uh, he. In, in, in as far as uh, you know, Fessy's concerned, he wins fifty percent of the seasons that he's on with him. So that's pretty good in this show. I don't know. There, there's there is clearly going to be a rivalry between the two of them. If they don't do uh, a rivals for or whatever it is. You can't do a rival season with the two of them being partnered. They'd win everything. They do it. They do it like they did it where it's like this person versus this person. So it's like they're against one another and they, they choose teams. you know what I mean? Like I would love to see old gen, new gen. Yeah. That would kind of be fun for me. Split it up by sort of seasons. Like there's a line of demarcation. That's a good idea. And then it's just like, you know, uh, CT's CT's got to take the old dogs to the, to the victory. I would put, I would 
I would mix in some all stars. Yeah. I would mix in, uh, you know, a Derek. I would mix in the guys who are physically. A phys- Kellyanne, for a sure. A Kellyanne, a Nehemiah, people who are like physically fit yeah. and ready to go. Yeah. Mark Long, obviously, Mr. Jack, man. But, um, um, so anyway, uh, th- this whole moment is this one. When does Fessy start learning lessons? So I'd like to say that there's a, there was a tweet that Fessy put out there that was like, I can beat any right. challenge player in a physical competition. And that is like the through line of this entire reunion is what it feels like. Like people keep referencing this tweet. So they, um, during this set this session where they're talking about the ct and the fessy thing and all of that like everyone is just like really dogging on fessy hard Corey's like he's selfish he's self-centered josh starts piping up for him he's like he's confident nani clearly doesn't like fessy nobody likes fessy and then all of a sudden we're starting to feel bad for fessy and nick looks at me and says they're losing what they built I basically, I don't want to go, I went so in on Fessy last episode, I, I just want to say this really quick. What they built last episode was a heel, was as we talk about, I mean, uh, check out our last episode or for the part one re- reunion, and I explain what that is, but they built a bad guy for us to hate. I don't want the bad guy to get his comeuppance on the reunion, and this reunion, and to learn his lessons and... I just feel like now they've they they've piled on him so much and the fans are going to pile on him so much. I don't know. This would be the worst thing for me. If if the next season shows up and then when he walks on that next season because they they, did, they at least did start shooting the next season before the reunion aired. Yeah. So maybe we won't get this. Maybe this will, maybe this is they he will come in cuz I want him to come in as like an angry guy. Who's like, I'm going to beat everybody. I don't care who likes me and who doesn't. And I want him to be the bad guy that we all hate, you know, and he's physically fit and he could do everything and 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 he's hard to beat. And then people have to sort of climb the mountain to beat him. I, I, I want that to be the case because that's what makes good sort of television, competition television. You want somebody to topple. You want the good guys to topple the bad guys. So. The problem is they came down on him so hard, but and the way they talked to him was like he was like a little kid who needs who did something bad and and they love him but they want him to learn a lesson. And he started to kind of fall into this a bit like, you know, where he was like, "Oh, I can see him showing up on the next season and being like, well, I guess because Anissa said you need to eat some humble pie or whoever did said Corey it. said Maybe that. Corey did. Yeah. And everybody kept being like, you need a little humility. You'd be the perfect player if you had a little bit of humility. So like now I can see Fessy rolling into the next season being like, well, I lost last season and I, and I watched everything that I, I did and I just didn't like the way I played. And I guess I found my humble pie. I'll be eating the slice. And, you know, this season I'm not going to be doing anything. I'm not. I'm trying to build alliances. And, we don't and fix want the, this to happen. I don't want y'all. a redemption season all of a sudden on Fessy where now we're rooting for Fessy to get it together because he's learned from his ways. I don't want that. So I kind of feel like they piled on so hard on him that he kind of came out looking a little bit better this episode than he did on part one. Not so much. I, I think it actually stopped before it, could, it got a little too much for me, but I felt it going down this like, uh-oh, the, here's the redemption season for Fessy, and that's not the storyline I'm looking for. I'm looking for Fessy coming in being like, honestly, the first person I'm going to take out is Nelson. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I want, that's what we want. him to be like a, a, a fucking shit-eating heel. Like, you want I the want entertainment. him to be a, a piece of shit 
that we all are like, fuck you, Fessy, and then he wins again. You're like, fuck, who can beat this man? You know, I want that. And then CT comes in and beats him or something. So um, I, I don't know. I think is that that's kind of all we have on Fessy, right, for for this? I mean, it was so it was like another 20 minutes on Fessy uh, in the first part Pretty of this much. episode. Pretty much, this is it. Moved. I mean, the only thing we see really after this is, uh, I mean, there's some other moments. We don't have to touch on them. There was a fun Josh and Fessy talking in the hallway moment. Yeah, where Josh is like, chill out, Fessy. Josh is like <laughs> trying to like be there for Fessy, but also Fessy's like, is there anyone in the bathroom? Fessy just kind of like walks away from Josh. Well, Fessy was trying to tell Josh like, He's like, he's like, I just want to go out there. This is what I thought was interesting. And this was later. And this was, was like, okay, he's still a piece of shit. Because yeah. like, he was like, he was like, he's like, uh, he's like, I just want to go out there and tell everybody like, you're not that good at this game. <laughs> like you're, I, I'm watching you. You're not as good as, as you, as I am at anything in this game. Yeah. Like you could tell that. And then like, literally Josh, like kind of rolled his, like looked away and he was like, that's too much Fessy. Like you have to <laughs> chill out with that. I don't understand what that's all about right now, but that's not the approach. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciated this and this is later in the show. And so I'm like, okay, hopefully like he did come out of this just more pissed Yeah. because he feels like people are doubting. Like, I don't think anybody has ever looked at Fessy and said like, you're not very good at this physical thing. Right. So I think now that people are like, well, look, you haven't won. Yeah. And it's like you flamed out and you got an edit that made you look like you had a lot of weakness in your game and he his ego is so fragile when it comes to like i may not be the most charismatic i may not have the best uh, gift of gab when it comes to the ladies but i can beat you in any physical activity and now when people are like well it doesn't look like you can he's like what no <laughs> like his cage is so rattled that his ego is just like trying to escape him listen one more fessy thing guys i swear um we I forgot to mention this when they were doing the Fessy Nelson segment. We got a little comment from CT where he said it seemed kind of early to do something like that. Yeah, yeah, with the Nelson deal. Yep, he was like, seemed a little early to maybe pull that move on your best friend in the game. Like, you know what I mean? And it was such a dig, but it was a it was a good dig. It was, it was a, a dig. great dig at Fessy's game because it was it was getting at his game. It was getting at his it game. Like, seems like if you were a better player in this game, you wouldn't you could have make that move. Of course, I make moves like that all the time but not that early. I mean, that's a bad game move. I mean, that was a very, very telling, telling dig at Fessy from, from CT. That brings us to the Amber versus Amber drama. Um, Nick, what do you have to say about this? Man, I'll tell you, when Amber M pipes up, I my ears pipe down. I, I really don't have much for Amber M. I thought she was kind of fun a little bit on this show. I was kind of, I remember I, I, last night when I was watching this, I was like, why is she on the the dais and other people aren't like why is she on the stage and it makes sense amber b is the winner of this show they need yeah. to bring in some of her storylines and so it's like okay get amber m in there that was like her big storyline and for the, the whole storyline is that she voted amber m into the crater and, and then it's it the same deal it's kind of like a nelson deal it's the same sort of like you double crossed me i thought we were best friends and amber b was like we talked but i'm big brother yeah. like you know and Everyone here is a liar. I did what I had to do to it, win. It did seem to me that the rest of the crew seemed a little upset with Amber B and how she carries herself. I did notice that Anissa was, like did pipe up and went like, okay, so if you are like saying that like the game that you played is the game that you played and you stand by it, say that. As if she's been going around being like, I played a clean game. I'm not a this and a that. Uh, yeah. And like, it, it seems like the rest of the challengers, not upset with her, but did think like, okay, you won the million, but like the way that you're kind of 
basking in it is as as if you played some sort of honest game and honestly you were a snake like a bunch of other people own it and that she hadn't owned it until like the very last moment of this show i i agree with you a hundred percent and i also think it's a big brother versus challenge mentality because i think the big brother mentality is like we're all lying to each other all of the time to get by this is a game of lies and there's like there is something to the challenge where it's like it's not we're not like lying to people's faces josh did say like i don't lie but people lie though everybody here lies yeah, and i thought like, that was kind of interesting i think josh said everybody lies because he's still ultimately going to defend amber b i don't think people really lie to people's faces like like do they seems like they do like, but and I see a Kyle and a CT lie, but no, they, but no, what it is, is it's like they lie when their backs against the wall. They don't go out of their way to lie, which was what Anissa's point was, was like, you didn't have to tell her that, like you decided to go tell her that. And Amber B was like, basically like, yes, that lie is part of my game plan. Like, I think that what I'm trying to say is there's a difference between lying when you're like put in a tough spot and lying as a tactical move. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, I also think people, people don't seem to like Amber B really. The cast doesn't. Man, rookie coming in, winning, winning the money. That's tough. That's gotta be a tough pill to swallow for Anisu who's been there for 15 seasons. Yeah. But like that happens all the time and people don't seem to get, I don't think like a dual winner where it's like you win that much money happens that often. Yeah, I guess. Where a, a straight up rookie just out of nowhere who people probably believe did not deserve to win and wouldn't have won if the game if the game rules were different didn't turbo win his first season and people were afraid of turbo yeah you know what i mean like people looked at turbo like fuck turbo might be the best person in this game people looked at amber b like she was a layup the entire game she just the 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 chips fell in her direction yeah the cookie crumbled in her mouth and uh she got two hall brawls with two diminutive players who and she happens to be uh a person that would maybe do well in a hall brawl overall based on her playing rugby. And so if there's one thing like it's, you know, Fessy playing football and Amber playing rugby. I mean, like those are like the hall brawl sports. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think I would imagine the, the girls on the show probably were pretty bitter based yeah. on, on, on what happened with her. There, Josh kind of gets involved in this where he's kind of defending Amber B and Anissa's like, Josh, you don't have to protect her. And then Josh and Amber M kind of yell at each other. And I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. This is like, this felt like grasping at straws for a storyline for Amber M. Like Amber M's got to fight for her life to be back on this show. Yeah, she's clearly really she, trying. I think she is, right? Isn't I don't she know be- if she's back on the show. I'd actually be surprised if she was just I because think she, she doesn't I think have she any be. physical really capabilities neither did big t but they brought her in for a different reason she's really likable yeah let's bring her in that's true uh amber m is unlikable let's bring her in you know what i mean she wants she wants that fucking she wants she wants that storyline she really really wants that she's gonna work for it um she basically developed storylines with multiple people i mean she could be like a really like an unlikable uh amanda yeah. Yeah. And I would think that I think a lot of people would argue that Amanda is unlikable. Right. We like her. We like Amanda. We like her. Um, so then there's like a Devin Nani segment where like Devin tweeted something about Nani. And I don't know. I'm not interested in this at all. But I did find it. Because it was like a fight. But then all of a sudden immediately he's like, we're both kidding. 
Yeah. And I was like, okay, what's going on? It was just like, Nani, ten, you suck. 10 wins and uh, 10 years and no wins. You suck. Like, because that's what Devin tweeted while he was watching an episode in which Nani basically said, Devin sucks. He has no power. And then somebody immediately was like, he was kidding about that. That was a joke. And then, and then Nani was like, fuck you, Devin. But I got to say, Devin, no one makes me laugh like you. So anything you do, I love it. And then, yeah. and then Devin's like, Nani, you're great. And I was kidding about that. And it was just like <laughs> moving on. I couldn't tell what the fuck happened there. The like, only thing I liked out of that interaction is apparently like Kayla called, because Devin's like, yeah, Kayla called me from Europe and was like, leave Nani alone. Right. And I like just the casual reference of Kayla who hasn't been on. I guess she was on last season because she hooked up with Bear. Holy, That's right. The Holy Trinity. That's right. I liked that. I thought that was funny. Um, next up is the Teresa J segment. This is really just uh, seems like nobody likes Teresa. Everybody hates Teresa. And now people don't like Jay. I think Teresa walked around as if she was better than everybody because she's rich. Yeah, her, I guess her so. Her husband is an NFL player, I believe. Yeah, everybody kept saying like she has babies and she has money. So like, yeah, I don't know so what she's why doing are you here. here. Right. And because she, she really had, is. I'll, I'll be honest. She was came off super unlikable this season. She did. And she also tweeted some something about like how her toddlers are more entertaining right. than the show mm. and, and it's and, like she wasn't really doing anything entertaining she, she brought her boy jay down with the yeah, show yeah she did people don't like jay people because don't jay like was jay politicking now. before the before the show i guess and and they claimed he was the new west because he slid into kyle's dms and someone said i'm not gonna court wait someone said no one's going to trust jay going into next season and then Corey said I'm not going to trust anyone from Survivor. And everybody went, whoa. Yeah. Oh. Well, I like that because it was kind of like Survivor got out of, got out of the like Big, Big Brother sucks. Like there yeah. was no like. Now it's Survivor sucks, I And guess? I think it's a smart ass move because it made the television show to start pitting the shows against one another. And maybe Corey knows something that we don't, that there might be something in the works of like a Survivor versus Big Brother versus The Challenge. Yeah, that would be season, cool. Season maybe something on paramount plus i don't know anything about this i'm, I'm just going that's through, a great but like, idea but like i think you know not to bring it back to pro wrestling but that's and ufc this happens in ufc too all these guys watch ufc they may not be watching pro wrestling but they watch mma they practice mma all these people that are on the show this is what they do this is what like big brutish guys do now i don't really like the real fighting i like the fake fighting but um in mma like you call things out to make them happen so, like, I feel like Corey probably watches a little MMA and knows that, like, hey, I'm in the ring. I got the spotlight right now. I'm just going to say right now, I want Survivor in this ring right now. Like, bring me Survivor. And then people start talking about it online. And then the people who have the money go, wow, there seems to be a lot of interest in this. That ruffled a bunch of feathers. Let's do a Survivor season. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. th th I feel like there was just a touch of that happening here. And I'm excited by that. I want, I want like, a battle of the shows to happen. Yeah, I also think that like nothing's going to bring Big Brother and the challenge together quite like hating on Survivor. True. Um, next up, there was, uh, yeah, everyone saying Teresa's boring, Anissa segment. Oh, then there was an Anissa segment where everyone talked about how much they love her. This is the the Anissa is amazing, like six months. Truly. I mean, on All Stars, on this. I mean, the, the All Stars. is getting some love. Not and today's she deserves All Stars. Not today's All Stars because we haven't watched it yet. It drops on Thursdays. But last week's All Stars was such a pro Anissa episode. Yeah. And then this was such a pro Anissa moment. And she really is becoming like the poster child for like the vets 
you know, on on this series, and it's just like let's give Anissa her her due, and I I'm 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 completely for that. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I did. I agree with you a hundred percent. I loved an Anissa gets love segment. She deserves it. Everyone dogs on her during the season. The challengers do, and so we know the truth, which is that Anissa's the best. Fessy looked annoyed by this entire Anissa segment. Um. And then there was like an overcoming fears segment where they talked about Big T jumping out of a plane. Then we get to see what's the worst part about the challenge. It's eating the food. And we get to see Corey projectile vomit again. Disgusting. Then they went through all the injuries. Awful. Then we saw uh, Nam. He came on. He talked about being uh, medically disqualified. And it made him sad. And everybody loves Nam. That's yeah. what he found out. Everybody loves him. Uh, Devin kept saying, it's Nam. He's our guy. And yeah. cheering for him. I like Nam. Nam's good. Then we got a little segment of remember reminding us that Devin and Nicole were partners at the beginning of the season and he couldn't he didn't couldn't know anything understand. she was saying. That's the old Nicole deal. You pretend like you don't know what she's saying for good television purposes and she pretends like she doesn't know how to talk for good television purposes. Then we see a Kyle and Leo wrestle segment, which Nick really freaked Leo out Rush, on. I mean, because he just he he put a real pro wrestling move on Leo on uh, Kyle. He gave him a, a Death Valley driver, which is a, a very looks like a very dangerous move but uh leo i mean just seeing leo pick up um kyle like that manhandle him like that i mean it just goes to show you how strong that dude is that dude is having a crazy run in pro wrestling right now good for him to leave the show and he's making his money next we saw the segment where ct refers to josh as the goof the give goof. me the goof felt, felt bad about that and josh's response to this was oh, like oh i know I, I hated it when i saw it but like i am kind of goofy and Aww. funny sometimes like he doesn't really understand he's trying to spin it to make himself feel good i felt real bad for him here i thought that i thought that ct could have apologized there i think that would have made him seem nicer if he would have said i'm sorry for saying that i agree he didn't need, he didn't need to own he didn't need to continue on with that I agree with that. Then we saw something just um, something about the Kyle train. I don't even really remember what that was. No, the Kyle for- train was like was talking about Ashley was like, hey, uh, if Kyle um, is. Oh, that was pro wrestling, Kyle. Right. Oh, I'm going to call myself K train. And then Ashley, Ashley who said, had sex with uh, Kyle, said, well, it's going to be pretty short ride because I had sex with you. And it took I took that train before. It's a short ride. Yes. It's like, we get it, Ashley. Um, You've had sex with everybody. She hasn't had sex with everybody. Then uh, we learned that Nelson bought, brought a flashlight to the challenge. Okay, folks. I, we won't <laughs> we won't harp on this, but I mean, they didn't say flashlight, but they said it looked like one of like, they the capsules. They said a toy that looks like a capsule. And then he was like, it gets lonely. And then he was like, somebody, I heard somebody was having fun with that flashlight. I want it back. Like, who... What? Someone used Nelson's flashlight. If you don't know what that is, left. Google it. But um, don't Google n- it. Don't Google it. It's a but male I, toy. I, I mean, it's that's, a toy that's for- really the most bizarre thing I've ever heard on one of these reunions, bar none. Then we see Ashley and Fessy, like some behind the scenes footage of them possibly kissing. Had a drunken kiss behind a thing. So boring. So boring. Then we get a, a Leroy retrospective. And it's sad. Leroy, they they tried to make us believe that uh, for a second that Leroy may be coming back, but, but he's not, folks. He's not coming back. He's going to live his goddamn life. And they talk to Cam. Does that mean we're not going to see you? And Cam's like, no, I'm a... I'm just starting the show off. Clear, clearly, I'm coming back. Everybody <laughs> loves me. Anyway, so that was part two of the reunion. 
Uh, we loved this season. I think I loved this season. Uh, I think it was really fun to watch. I always love a new challenge season. And luckily, our challenge just does not have to end because All-Stars is airing right now. We Thank are not goodness. recapping that. We're not recapping it. We're just it. enjoying it. We but, are um, talking about it on the Monday show. Yeah. So um, that's it. I mean, thank you for listening. If you missed any of our recaps, you can always go to our SoundCloud page. Just search Reality Blows on SoundCloud. And I have all of every one of our recaps kind of like in playlists and you can listen to them all in, in order and stuff. And uh, make sure uh, if you want to do that, do that. Uh, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts because we just gave you a really great season of recaps. And if you want to uh, help us out a little bit more and get something for your money, five bucks a month over at uh, Patreon.com Reality Blows. Folks, that has been the show. May TJ never show up on one of these reunions. <laughs> and may you avoid all sort of business agreements that are probably a multi-level marketing scheme. Good Love night. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.